What's going on, guys? <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Zach here with the Zach Shanky podcast, the most original, originally named podcast in the world. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you guys a nice fair warning. Call it a trigger warning. It's like um, this podcast episode may very well be offensive to some of you. Um, and what I want you to do is I want you to keep an open heart and an open mind. And so <clears throat> here's where I'm coming from. Okay. First things first, let's establish what is wisdom. Okay. Because a lot of people, they define wisdom as experience. Experience equals wisdom. You know, they make, they make jokes about <clears throat> old people having wisdom. They're the wise elders. That's not, that's not true. I mean, it's just straight up not true. The reality is, is different experiences create different sets of beliefs and not one is wiser than the other per se. Okay. So for example, for me, it's wise not to go to college, but if you were to ask an elderly doctor, was it, was college a good decision for you? And they had a great career. They're going to be like, heck yeah, it was right. That's it's wise to go to college. So you can't use experience as a means to justify whether something is wise or not. The best way to develop wisdom is to gain other people's perspectives, observe for yourself in order to come to a wise conclusion. Um, I sincerely feel that wisdom is, is something that I've, I've worked towards for a long time. I'm still working towards it. I'm never going to fully master it, but I'll tell you what, I think, um, (laughs) I'm, I'm quite wise. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That sounds so arrogant. I've, I've made a lot of wise decisions in my life that to some would seem foolish, but after looking at many perspectives, they, they actually come up with a very wise conclusion of, as to some of the decisions that I've made in my life. And, um, Give me a second here. I'm just changing lanes. Driving in Illinois, just north of Chicago. Um, this is when <laughs> some of the crazies come out. I'll tell you what, though. I am a boss at driving. Chicago is like, it's it's like my hometown for driving capabilities. Uh, I don't know if any of you know this, but I have a bit of a reputation for very aggressive driving. <laughs> so Chicago's my... It's my home. I've never grown up in Chicago or anything. It's just I'm with my people when it comes to driving <laughs> when I'm in Chicago because that's about how I drive. Uh, it's so funny. When I went to the first time I met Travis in person, um, I was living in Oklahoma at the time, and him and I decided to go to an event in Dallas, Texas. Uh, he had a friend that lives there, so we stayed at his friend's house, and and Travis flew there and I drove because it was two hours away from me. It was not a long drive, right? So I drove down to Dallas, picked Travis up from the airport, and he very quickly realized, <laughs> he very quickly saw my aggressive behavior on the road. And it's not road rage, you guys. It's not anything like that. It's just, uh, I want to get places before other people. I mean, that's kind of what, <laughs> what, it's, what, it, get, what it boils down to. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> There's a little, a little, uh, <clears throat> um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. Oh my gosh. I veered way off 
way off the road on this on this little tangent. But um, what were you talking about? Right, trigger warning. Uh, this may be offensive. Wisdom. It's important to understand the concept of wisdom because I'm about to share with you some wise words that to some seem foolish. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to say. However, I can't deny the data and the facts and the things that I'm observing. I cannot I cannot ignore those things. And so I'm always open to listening to other perspectives. In fact, I actually do that quite frequently, um, much to my annoyance sometimes, because sometimes I, I'm very much disagreeing with the person, but I want to hear. I want to try to hear, like listen, three layers in, you know? Okay. <clears throat> So what I'm going to talk about today has to do with extremes and it has to do with respect. So my number one listen to podcast episode of 2022 was a podcast episode titled No Extremes. I would highly recommend you go watch or listen to that one as well. Um, Don't like turn this off and then go listen to that and then come back to this because chances are you're not going to come back to this. So stay with me here, okay, because we're going to do a little bit of a uh, kind of a snapshot of it anyways. Um, But the the concept of no extremes is super important because if you look at any, any area of life, like literally any area of life, if you are able to mellow out the extremes in that area of life, holy smokes, you will be way ahead of the game. This is the concept, the whole point of the turtle winning the race against the hare. The whole point is not that the turtle is fast, it's that the turtle is consistent. Consistency is key. In order to be consistent emotionally, we can't be having extremes. Extreme solutions are typically not the best solution. Okay? Um, So, I'm going to talk about transgenderism today. Um, I'm going to talk about police and there's this recent thing going out there um it's like a I don't want to say it's a fad but it's definitely like a a cool thing to do nowadays and we're going to talk about that as well um first I want to talk about transgenderism real quick let's just get the most offensive part out of the way here's the reality here's the reality this is based on observation based on listening to both sides of the fence when it comes to being transgender and all this stuff. And and that that even goes all the way to people that I actually really, really, really respect becoming transgender. Um, And even, I even have a loved one in the family who has recently become transgender. So this is coming up more and more in my life. And so I have to, I have to I have been having to figure out what is the best route. And this is, I'll tell you why this is so hard. It's so hard because it's so new. That's why it's so difficult. It is not black and white, okay? Contrary to what people think. People think, oh, okay, it's a great thing. Hooray, they're, they're being themselves. They're, they're revealing their true selves. Now they're comfortable in their own body. They love themselves. That's one side of the fence, right? That's an extreme, by the way. The other side of the fence is, oh my gosh, you're a lunatic. You're mentally broken. You are no longer a member of this family. 
I can't love you because you're stupid. Okay, like, there's that whole side of the fence. So, (laughs) first off, I want to address real quick the word transphobic. (laughs) Okay? Because first off, that makes no sense. Because that means you're actually afraid of trans people. But that's not how they mean it. They mean it as in, like, you hate trans people. And I don't view, I don't really see anyone on either side of the fence as a hate group at all. Um, I actually view it as just differing opinions. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It's, it's almost the same as the concept of, can you be healthy and fat? Just because if you say no to that question, doesn't mean you hate fat people. In fact, you might even be overweight as a person that says no to that. Right? Right? Like, that's where I'm in. I'm like, no, you can't be, uh, like, you can be healthy in, in the fact that you're not sick. But are you still more prone to more problems health-wise because of overweightness? Yeah, 100%. And that's coming from a guy, me, who's overweight. And I'm still sitting in that camp. That's why I'm trying, I'm, I'm improving, I'm not trying, I am improving my health little by little. So why, why is that topic, the, the fat and health thing? For most people, that's not a very offensive topic. It's kind of like common sense. It's kind of like, okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, some people, they embrace their, their fatness or whatever. That's fine. That th- Those are very extreme people. I really feel like the vast majority of people understand that, yeah, if you are overweight, you are more prone to more health issues because your, your bones and your muscles aren't meant to hold that much weight. Diabetes and insulin production and all sorts of other things that can happen due to being overweight right? Um, like it's, that's pretty common knowledge. I don't, I don't really feel it. So why is that so much less offensive than talking about transgender things? Because in my opinion, transgender is another topic with people with differing opinions. There's no, (laughs) it shouldn't be so freaking heated is my point. It should be, let's listen to each other and let's figure this out together. That's never going to happen. That's just my perspective. Again, That's where wisdom comes into play. So as more and more people that I know, that I care about, are are going this transgender route, I I decided to dive deep, guys. I went down the rabbit hole, and some of you have done this, but probably not to the same extent that I have, because I'm a little bit... (laughs) <laughs> I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to researching stuff. I research everything, guys. Like, I don't even think... I, I can't even describe my habits when it comes to researching stuff. I decided I'm going to research... I'm going to develop a wise take on the transgender situation in the country. So, <clears throat> did a bunch of research. Tons of research, okay? Tons and tons. Um... I'm not sure if I should tell you the research and then tell you my conclusion or tell you the conclusion up front so you can see, and then you can see how I got there. Um, I think I'll tell you the research first because, because (laughs) I said so. (laughs) So here's what I did. I looked up a million debates, a million debates from both sides of the fence, a million and 10 of them. Okay. Just so many freaking debates from various, various people that have nothing to do with one with another and from trans people themselves and from gay people and from straight people and from people that think race is everything in the world and, and like everything like I've, I've researched every possible perspective I can possibly find on the matter I even went into therapists, psychologists and those kinds of people 
to see what they were thinking about it. Um, and really, it's 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 a horrible result that I found because it's very inconclusive. It's very inconclusive to the point where other people's what I would consider their rights are very much being violated. And what do I mean by that? I'm not talking about the whole transition surgeries and crap like that. I'm talking about the the right of the parent to make a decision for a minor. That's what I'm talking about. And I think I don't know I don't know when this became a thing where all of a sudden apparently at the age of 14 like parents have less rights or something? I don't know. That's where it gets really stupid. So like for example, if you have a kid that has a YouTube account and they turn 14 years old, you can no longer monitor their YouTube activity as a parent unless you go on their account. Pretty dumb. Pretty dumb, wouldn't you say? Um, another example is actually signing someone up for therapy. When you sign up someone for therapy that's over the age of 14, they, they have to use their email and they get their own forms to fill out. It's not just the parents filling out the, their kids' forms. Okay, a little bit weird, in my opinion, just weird, a little bit different. So this 14 thing, I don't remember that ever being a thing when I was growing up, personally. Um, I just don't remember it, okay? Um, But now if we go back to the transgender side of things, transgenderism as a solution is an extreme solution. It's an extreme solution to a very common problem. And ultimately, what my research boiled down to is the reason, there's two reasons that people truly decide they want to become transgender. Number one, for attention. It it fills a void, the void of a lack of love, at least feeling like a lack of love in their life, feeling like they're not good enough in their current state. I also found that the other, the second cause for transgenderism is more, even more common, and that is someone not feeling comfortable in their body. Now, this typically happens with more masculine females or more feminine males. I'll tell you what, growing up, I was definitely less of a masculine male. Why? Because I was a nerd, man. I was a book nerd. I, I was very, very good at those things. I played in, in band, in various bands, actually, not rock bands, classic kind of bands. Um, I was actually one of the top jazz bands in, in, the, in the Midwest, here in the U.S., um, I was number three. I got my place third place. Me and my jazz band I was in. Um, you know, I was I was into those kinds of things. <laughs> I played some sports, non-conventional sports, like paintball. I did a lot of paint. Oh, I gotta change lanes again. Give me a second here. I played a lot of paintball, and then ultimate frisbee was another one that I was really heavily involved in. Those were my main two, and then on occasion, I'd I'd you know with my friends, I'd play some football and stuff basketball stuff like that but but it wasn't like it wasn't nearly as as committed as I was with paintball and ultimate frisbee okay and um so ultimately the point I'm trying to make here is I I would say I was kind of a I was less of a masculine man when I was growing up when I was a teenager and even early years it wasn't until I went into the military that I think my testosterone levels increased drastically <laughs> and things changed for me a little bit. Um, and I started to to hang out with manly guys. And guess what? I actually really enjoyed doing some of those things. Fixing crap. Building crap. Working out. 
like I started like enjoying those kinds of things with quote quote unquote manly things right um was there a time as a growing up as a feminine dude so to speak and I was very open about my feelings too by the way uh was there a time that I was uncomfortable in my own body um no I mean I wasn't really I mean I guess so I was ashamed of my body because I was very much overweight growing up for most of my life um so it was more it wasn't that I was like uncomfortable with having man parts it was more like I was made fun of frequently for being overweight you know what I mean and so I think that's the first distinction is what is uncomfortable in my own body I feel like that's just you don't live up to whatever image you have of of a perfect body and therefore you want to just change genders as an extreme solution to this challenge okay and I'm not the only one that holds this kind of opinion obviously out there um, and again if you're offended by this that's fine I, I recommend you do your own research and figure it out for yourself okay because I will tell you this there are not very many long-term studies when it comes to transgenderism but there is one particular example that I found of somebody who quote-unquote transitioned at the age of six. Uh, I think her name is Jazz. She's got her own show. Um, he was a boy, at, and then at the age of six, they started doing hormone treatment and stuff into a girl, and now he doesn't even have... He, has, he does not have a penis, and he has something else there that I guess is a vagina, but like it's... They have to like do... I don't know. I don't know the details. My point is this though. Jazz has some serious psychological issues. Serious psychological issues. And that might not all be from from transitioning. That's just the only real example we have of a long-term situation. The only other example we have of a long-term situation is actually... There's two other folks that I found. Both of them completely regret trans- regret transitioning and felt that they, they definitely should have waited. They, because later on, they, they decided, oops, oops, my bad. That was an extreme solution. This is where I'm getting into those extremes, you guys. That's why I'm saying extremes are not good. Okay? How about we take our time? How about we look for other solutions first? Test some things out. See what happens. Okay? Um... The, the people that I know personally who have done this transgender thing, neither of them are actually sticking with it. Neither of them. They're very inconsistent, which also tells me that it's not a real internal belief that they should be the opposite gender. That's not a real thing. It, it, because if it was, they would be very much more consistent, but they're not. Okay, so one is a female wanting to be a man. Okay, And she refers to herself as she All the time And then on occasion Gets mad if you say she Very inconsistent Okay, very inconsistent And that's, that's where it's like Okay, if you really believed this You would be insanely consistent So there's a little observation that I've noticed Okay, final observation guys and this, one's, this one's probably the most offensive one I just can't help but note these things Okay, I went to Goodwill yesterday. <laughs> I went, <laughs> I went to Goodwill because 
I took my, my oldest daughter there. She wanted to do some thrift shopping to come up with some cute outfits. It's a certain style of outfits or whatever that teenage girls do. I don't know, layers and whatever. There's a, a name for the style. I don't know, whatever. As long, I, I'm like, listen, no crop tops. I still am not okay with you like showing your belly button or anything like that. <laughs> and no short shorts. Other than that, layer away, right? Like, whatever style you want to do, I don't, you know, it's fine. You know, everyone everyone has to explore the styles and stuff. I, I'm okay with that. So, I took her to Goodwill. And guys, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I cannot help it. I was doing my absolute darndest to not judge people. <laughs> I, was, I was doing, so, I was like... I'm usually really good at this, by the way, guys. Like, if I see a homeless person, I seriously put myself in their shoes and wonder what is going on in their life. And I want to help. But going into goodwill, I can't help but imagine that a lot of people that are shopping there out of necessity, that it's their own fault that they're in the position they're in. That they have no one to blame but themselves, and yet they blame probably everyone else. This is just from the behaviors that I was noticing while walking around. Okay. And I was walking around separate from my daughter. Cause I wanted to, I was looking, I was looking at stuff, you know, Goodwill is not a bad place to go. Right. So I was kind of looking around. I actually bought my my oldest son, a, a an ugly sweater. Cause I thought it would be funny <laughs> anyway, whatever. So I'm walking around. I can't help it. You guys, I saw probably three people that would consider themselves transgender just, I could tell, right? I could tell that they were girls. They wanted to be boys and they did not know each other. Three separate people. They were not there together. In addition to that, I found a whole bunch of pretty much all, all of everybody there was very much way more overweight than I am. Okay. And I can't help, but put the two together, not the overweight and transgenderism, but overweight, unhealthy, transgenderism, and lack of income, which a lack of income, as we know, as you should know by now, has 90% to do with what happens in between your ears and only 10% to do with your actual skill set. Okay. So knowing that mindset is 90% of the equation, it's, it's no shock to me that people with health issues, mental or otherwise, are, are shopping at Goodwill because they have to, not because they want to. Okay? I can't help it. It's an observation. I wasn't judging them thinking I was a better person than them. It was more or less, I was thinking, what is a possible solution here? What can we do as a society to help people that are suffering from any kind of health situation? How can we help somebody that refuses to listen or refuses to take ownership of their own life? That's, that's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. What can we do? And, and I think the answer comes down to there's nothing we can do as a society. Because oftentimes our society is dictated by the content that's being consumed. And unfortunately, the vast majority of content is not like this content that you're listening to. The vast majority of content just follows whatever, whoever's the loudest. You know, that's, that's all it really cares about. Um, and so here's what we, what we can do. So that's what we can't, we can't really do much 
as a society other than boycott certain content creations. Okay? And that's all you can do. as a, In a capitalist society, that does make a statement. I mean, you can't ignore that. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of all you all you can do. What we can what we can actually do though, outside of as a society as a whole, another thing that we can do is we can work on our families. We can work on ourselves and our families. How do you respond to your children when they come at you with some some serious challenges? Okay? Um, oh, I forgot to mention too with the whole therapy thing that I, I researched a bunch of therapists and stuff, and um, I, what I found is a lot of therapists. There's so much in the, the, the they let their opinions actually guide their professional recommendations, and it's very sad. So very sad. So I'm I'm actually looking for therapists for all my kids and maybe for myself, but I'm not totally sold on it yet for myself. Um, but I think therapy is a good thing in and of itself, as long as you find a good therapist. And it, I'm like very concerned about, <laughs> about that, about like therapists are not supposed to shed their opinions on, on their clients. They're, <laughs> they're supposed to listen and using their own professional techniques, help you get to your own conclusions, right? Through questioning anyway, whatever. So, um, what you can do is be in your family. So if you have a family member who tells you that they are transgender or some other extreme situation, they tell you they're a Democrat. I'm just kidding. (laughs) They say I'm a liberal and that's the worst that you can hear. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Um, But if they... If they, uh, if they tell you an extreme situation in their own lives, in their own opinions, in their own perspective, how do you handle that? Now's the time to prepare for that. Now's the time to gain the wisdom on those things so that you're not blindsided, okay? And I'll tell you what, if you start that now, I guarantee you the most wise reaction in response to anything, anything, any situation in this world is that of love. Love triumphs all my friends 100% nothing can nothing can beat love that's why I'm, I'm very much against people that like shun family members because all of a sudden a family member comes out as atheist or something like that is I'm sorry what do you not love them now because their beliefs and opinions have shifted like that doesn't make any sense to me at all give me a second I have to change lanes again <laughs> Now I'm in Chicago, and, uh, oh yeah, (laughs) oh yeah, I can feel it. Anyway, um, so extremes, no extremes. Stop doing extreme solutions to things. Let's do baby step solutions. How about that? That used to be like a real thing. (laughs) Instead of just extreme, 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 everything's extreme. Let's do some baby steps. That's, that's the way I like to do things. Small, steady, consistent steps towards a, a common goal. Okay? So if the challenge is I'm not comfortable in my own body, perfect. What are some small little baby steps that we can take to help you become more confident in your body? Or comfortable in your body? Right? Those are some of the things. Anyway... I know I'm 27 minutes in. I got to talk about this last thing, okay? This is going to be a longer podcast. 
but I have to, I just have to do it. So I want to talk about respect. So I said no extremes and the other one is respect. Okay. And this has to do with the transgender thing as well as the police thing I'll talk about just now. Um, So if somebody comes at you with a differing opinion, I think it's really important to have love and respect for that person. There's absolutely no reason for people to be disrespectful. In, in very, very few situations could I see someone justifying be, being disrespectful, especially if it's a conversation type of situation, especially if it has to do with police officers. Now, I already told you at the beginning of this podcast, I'm a relatively aggressive driver. What has resulted from that is I've had well over a dozen times I've been pulled over. Out of those, I don't know, maybe 16, 17 times of being pulled over, guess how many tickets I actually got? One. That's because that cop was a jerk. Okay, very rarely has that been the case. Most of the time, I can talk myself out of it. You want to know how? I have respect. That's literally all I do. I show the police officer the utmost respect. I treat them like a human being. Right? That's all I do. Do you know why I pulled you over? I do. I was speeding. So sorry. I'm late, but now I'm even later, so joke's on me. Right? And I say something like that. And then they usually chuckle a little bit and they go, yep, been there. You know? And they, and then they're like, hey, you know what? Don't do it again, okay? And I'm like, okay. Hey, thank you so much. You have a great day. Right? I treat them like a person. You'd be surprised how, how good that works, right? Like, <laughs> it's, it's so simple. Respect. So there's this new thing going out there. Um, for, for lack of a better term, I know that there's, for example, there's a YouTube video that, or a YouTube channel called Audit the Audit. And I think these guys started this trend, this trend of knowing your rights when it comes to dealing with police, which I think is a good thing. But then flaunting that knowledge in the most disrespectful way possible in order to develop and create more contention and wasting everybody's time. What's our most valuable resource? Time. So why are these people wasting everyone's time involved in any situation? Okay, so basically here's the concept. The concept is you get pulled over by a cop. You ask them why or or they stop you because you're walking or something or you flip them off and so they stop you and you're, you're allowed to say F you to a cop because freedom of speech. And naturally the cop is going to stop and be like, well, why, why are you yelling at me? You know, like that's a natural human response to that. And then they then they go out and they're like, why are you stopping me? You can't stop me. I have freedom of speech and this is ridiculous. Now I'm going to sue you. And, and it's like all this stuff. Listen, if you get wrongfully pulled over, which does happen, I'm not ignorant. I know it happens. I've actually been witness to that happening multiple times. Okay. If you are wrongfully pulled over, here's what you do. This is so simple. And what I consider very obvious, here's what you do. You be respectful and you tell them your, the rights that you have your knowledge of in a respectful way, in a respectful way while complying. It is that easy. So for example, there was this guy that was pulled over, um, for having a GoPro on his motorcycle helmet, right? Which he said is not a law. The, the motorcycle guy did his research. It is not against the law to have a GoPro on his helmet, even though the cops said it was, and he was right. Okay. The GoPro guy was correct in that situation. 
And so because he knew it wasn't the law, he's like, I'm not giving you my ID because you're, you're not pulling me over lawfully. And it caused this big ruckus and they had to get the sergeant to come on down, wasting the sergeant's time, wasting that deputy's time, wasting the, the, the dude with the GoPro wasted his time. Like what he could have done is it could have been like, Hey, listen, I actually did my research on this and found that it was not against the law. Um, so maybe I missed something. I apologize, officer. Yeah, here's my ID. Um, I'll just leave it off until I do some more research. Is there any chance you can give me something to research, like a code number, so that I can look it up in the code book and I can, you know, avoid this from happening in the future? How how difficult would that have been? You would have been stopped for five or ten minutes, tops, right? And then the cop would have been like, hey, you know what? Now that you mention it, I don't know if it's a real infraction, so I'm going to just let you go with a warning um, that you should do some more research on that just to make sure, and I'm going to do the same, I promise you. Boom, done. Now, if you hate that he wasted your time like that, you can say, hey, great, thank you, sir. I'm actually going to sue you, but appreciate it. You know, like, you can do that. You can say, listen, I'm sorry, but you just wasted my time. You pulled me over unlawfully, so I am going to press charges against the department. Like, you can say it respectfully, and, and still, though, to get to that point, to get to that point, you didn't waste, you know, three hours of everybody's time. That's what I think what bugs me the most is, is just the lack of respect for everybody's time and for everybody involved. And so that, that respect though, it doesn't just apply to police officers. And look, I know there's, there's this whole, there's this whole police are racist thing. Okay. Look, listen, listen, I was married to a black woman for 10 years. My kids are all part black, obviously. Okay. Cause they all came from that woman. Okay. Um, I am, I currently have a girlfriend who is black. I get it. I'm not ignorant to what happens out there. However, I'm also not ignorant to the statistics. And statistically speaking, it's very less likely that you get pulled over for race than it is that you're getting pulled over for an actual infraction. It's just statistically speaking, it's much less likely. Um, anyway, okay. Respect, guys. It's all it is. It's all about respect. Like, respect and no extremes is the point. And if you're offended by any of my opinions in this particular episode, that's okay. Like, I'm telling you, for me, and everything that I've been able to research, and everything I've been able to hear and listen to, and I seriously do listen to the other side of the fence as much as I can, out of all of that, this is my wise conclusion. My wise conclusion is that there are way less extreme solutions to the challenges that transgenderism is supposed to um, answer to, right? So whether that is, um, I want to be myself and I feel like myself is the other gender or I'm uncomfortable in my body, there are other solutions than hormone treatment and like seriously going the the whole nine with that, okay? In addition to that, there's a respectful way to tell them that. And there's a respectful way to talk to police, even if you do know your rights, even if that police officer is violating said right, hey, that's fine. Take them to court later. Just don't waste everyone's time. In the, in the meantime, have, show some respect, get it done, and then you'll be so much happier for it. Like, just, <laughs> it just bugs me. I'm like, why? No, you don't have to answer the cop's questions, but why don't you tell him why? 
Like, why, why purposely be disrespectful just because it's your right? The, the, the cop is not just a cop. The cop is also a human being, probably with a family, very likely. He has good days, he has bad days, or she. They have good days, they have bad days. Just like anyone else. That one ticket that I got after being pulled over 16, 17 times, guess what? That dude was having a bad day. Did I disrespect him at all? Nope. He caught me speeding. I was ready to take the, the punishment for it. It just so happens he's the only one that actually gave me the punishment for it. Okay, which I deserved. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, anyway, guys, I don't know. I don't even know if I'll publish this. It's, it's probably a little offensive. But that's my wise conclusions based on what I'm seeing out there, based on my own experience, my own observations, um, as well as checking out every every perspective I could find um, on the partic- these particular subjects. So there you go. What does this have to do with trading and success? Wisdom, guys. It has to do with wisdom, which is a key way to become successful in any any and every area of life. No extremes. Show respect. See what that does and how that transforms your life. Thank you very much, everybody. Love you all. Bye.